Hi there. Good morning. Welcome to the podcast. Pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is going to be a doozy. Ooh, I've stumbled across a new book called Strength for Each Day. And wow, the wisdom that is on those pages. I can't wait to share. So let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. I tell you guys, I'm having one of those days where I woke up and I did not have a need. Literally. Not even hungry. (laughs) But anyway, here's a prayer. Where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. And where there is God, there is no need. Amen. So we'll definitely get get wisdom from our Proverbs a little bit later today. Um, But let's tackle some, some interesting topics. Uh, there is a purpose for everyone that you meet. Some come into your life to test you. Some come to teach you. Some come to use you. And some come to bring out the very best in you. So I hope your purpose is to stay in my life. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you for the breath in my lungs this morning. Thank you for waking me up and giving me another chance at this life. Thank you for this warm cup of coffee and a roof over my head. I'm sorry, God, for anything that I take for granted on a daily basis. Please posture my heart to see all the good that is in today. I pray that you will protect me and replacing anxiety with peace and worry with joy. Blanket me in your strength as you fight battles for me. I pray that you will open doors that need to be opened today. Thank you for the gift of life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. You know, God has a wide variety of ways to help us take notice of him. 
God knows precisely what it will take to get our attention. Keep that in mind. And I'll share from the Bible in just a little bit. So this first topic for us getting better every day, it says James 4, verse 7. Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. In order to resist the devil, we must recognize when he is attacking us. His character is that of a liar. He only knows how to lie. And what he says to us by putting thoughts into our minds is never in agreement with God's word unless he is taking it out of context. The more we know God's word, the quicker we will recognize the lies of the devil. If we submit to God by honoring his word above all else, then we can resist the devil and he will flee from us. Romans 12, 21 says that we overcome evil with good. And that should be a favorite scripture. The devil only steals, kills, and destroys. That's John chapter 10, verse 10. But no matter what he tries to do, if we continue obeying God and being good to people, we will always defeat him. Father, help me to recognize and resist the work of the enemy against me and to live each day according to the truth of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Don't go anywhere. I'll be back with more, more strength for each day. And now starting your day right. Proverbs 8:17 says, I love those who love me and those who seek me early and diligently shall find me. Seeking God early in this scripture probably means seeking him in the early part of each day. But I also believe it is advisable to seek God early or at the beginning of any project or any decision we need to make. Do not have your concert first and then tune your instrument afterwards. Begin the day with the word of God and prayer and get first of all into harmony with him. And that's what I do, listeners. I wake up and I get into harmony with God. 1 Corinthians 8, 6 says, God is our source. And because he is, seeking him and spending time with him daily is not a devout obligation, but a divine privilege. Every day is a journey with God, and we find strength for our journey by spending time with him. 
Nothing is more vital than living an effective, intentional, on-purpose life than daily time with God. When you start your day right by spending time with God, it is more likely to go well and end well. Just imagine how different our lives would be if everyone spent time with God before they left their homes and begin to interact with other people. It would put an end to the miseries that stem from selfishness, crime, violence, injustice, and oppression. So don't wait to find time for God. Make time for God and your life will improve greatly. Guaranteed. Amen. Father, I am sorry for all the times that I may have ignored you. Forgive me and help me to be diligent to start each day right by spending time with you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. And 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Amen. If you're having a challenging day and things are happening right after another, keep turning them over to the Lord. And here's what else you should do. One thing that really seems to help is to put your problems in perspective. If you have a problem or three or four, but thankfully you also have the privilege of praying to the creator of all things and the assurance that he hears you and will answer. It also helps to remind yourself that these challenges will not last forever. While you're waiting for the situations to improve, count your blessings and they will far outnumber your problems each time. We can trust God to do the best for us when we ask for his help. He may not always give us what we want, but he will always give us what we need. I encourage you today to remember that your problems are temporary and God is working on them right now. Father, help me not to worry when trouble comes, but to keep my problems in their proper perspective compared to the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And lastly, the unhurried life. Psalm 55. I said, oh, that I had the wings of a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. 
In Psalm 55, David is apparently weary of dealing with enemies and life's challenges. He wants to be at rest. One of the primary hindrances to rest is, of course, worry. And another one is hurry. When I think of Jesus, I never think of him as hurrying from one place to another. I think of him as rested. Jesus was always at rest, no matter what he was doing. We know that trusting God helps us enter into rest. I also find that not rushing inwardly, not allowing my mind to flint from one thing to a thousand others in a day, helps me enter rest. In addition, you'll discover that not hurrying outwardly is vital to enjoying rest. If you have the bad habit of rushing, and you'll notice that a lot of other people do too, the main question is, what are we rushing to do? Could we not walk a little slower and still arrive at our destination? I find that slowing my pace physically helps me to slow down my mind. It helps me to be more rested than rushing inwardly and outwardly most of the time. I encourage you to also try slowing down. Externally and internally, slowing down will help you feel calmer. It's true, listeners. Father, I want to live an unhurried life, and I need your help to do it. When I am rushing, remind me to slow down. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Be back in just a moment. I'm just going to stay with the theme of pumping us with good information today. God always wants what is best for us, and he is committed to showing us how to follow the specific plan that he has designed for each of our lives. He wants us to listen for his voice, to hear what he wants us to do, and how he wants us to do it. You can read Isaiah chapter 30. When we begin to wander from the course that God has set for us, he will take all kinds of measures to capture our attention and protect us from harm. He has a wide variety of ways to help us take notice among them. This is for you, Tony, and everybody else. A restless spirit. Sometimes God gets our attention by making us restless. If you experience a restlessness deep within, something you cannot quite identify, then stop and pray. 
Lord, are you trying to say something to me? Each time God was about to move Esther, she became very restless. Check out Esther chapter 6. A spoken word. God also gets our attention by using the words of others. God gave a message both to young Samuel and to the old priest Eli through this method. If several people in a short span of time begin telling you the same thing, then ask the Lord if it is him that is trying to speak to you through them. Mm, what a good nugget that is. An unusual blessing. God may bless us in an unusual way to gain our attention. Of course, if you are overly self-sufficient, the Lord may use some other method to get your focus on him. But remember that no matter which method he uses, it expresses his love. So look out for an unusual blessing. Wow. You know that close call that misses you? Okay. Unanswered prayer. Sometimes God will answer a prayer with no. Despite David's prayers for God to save his infant son's life, the child that was born through the king's adultery, while that boy died. The Lord may remain silent to our prayers as a way of prompting us to examine ourselves. You can read 2 Samuel chapter 12. Disappointment. When the nation of Israel refused God's instruction to take possession of the promised land, God judged the people for their unbelief. They quickly changed their mind and said that they now desired to enter the land. But the Lord said, no, it was too late. God got their attention through a tremendous sense of disappointment. In a similar way, the Lord may allow setbacks to keep us from charting our own course. Ooh, oh boy. Yeah. Setbacks. Extraordinary circumstances. Hmm. Sometimes God will use unusual circumstances to get us to stop and listen. Moses saw a flaming bush that didn't burn up. As he approached to investigate, the Lord spoke to him through the fire. So you and I must learn to look for the presence of God in every circumstance of life. He leaves his footprints and his handiwork all around us for us to see. So we gotta pay attention. Defeat. God may use defeat to show us the truth. Following their stunning victory over Jericho, the Israelites approached a small town with overconfidence and neglected to do what the Lord had commanded. 
God got Joshua's attention by allowing the nation to suffer an embarrassing defeat. But even this can prove to be a great stepping stone to success when we pray, Lord, what are you saying to us? Help me to see where I have taken a wrong turn. You can read Joshua chapter 7. Financial troubles. Mm -hmm. In the time of the judges, when everyone did what was right in his own eyes, the nation fell into idolatry and disobedience. God brought judgment through the Midianites who devastated the land. Only when he took away every material belonging did they cry out to him. God knew exactly what it would take to get their attention. When they did return to him, he delivered them from their oppressors and blessed them. Reminds me of my friend David. You can read Judges chapter 17. Tragedy sickness and affliction. We should regard our tragedies and afflictions as reasons to inquire of the Lord. Ask him directly, what are you trying to say? When King Hezekiah became prideful, God used illness to alert him to the problem. Similarly, when Saul of Tarsus persecuted Christians, God struck him with blindness, a tactic that certainly got his attention. God knows exactly where you are in your journey of faith and precisely what it will take to get your attention. So stay alert. Notice if any of these divine methods are occurring or reoccurring, recurring in your life. If they are, ask God what he wants to tell you and then listen, not simply to hear, but to obey. Be sure to read 2 Chronicles chapter 32 and Acts chapter 9. I love the Bible. It's here for our knowledge and for our help. God knows precisely what it will take to get your attention. And don't ever forget it. I'll be right back with more. I told you it's a doozy today. A doozy. Now the Proverbs we know can pierce like a knife, but boy, do you learn a lot from them. So here's the Proverbs for today. 
Honor is no more associated with fools than snow with summer or rain with harvest. Like a fluttering sparrow or a, dar or a darting swallow, an undeserved curse will not land on its intended victim. Guide a horse with a whip, a donkey with a bridle, and a fool with a rod to his back. Don't answer the foolish arguments of fools or you will become as foolish as they are. Be sure to answer the foolish arguments of fools or they will become wise in their own estimation. Trusting a fool to convey a message is like cutting off one's feet or drinking poison. A proverb in the mouth of a fool is as useless as a paralyzed leg. Ouch. Honoring a fool is as foolish as tying a stone to a slingshot. A proverb in the mouth of a fool is like a thorny branch brandished by a drunk. An employer who hires a fool or a bystander is like an archer who shoots at random. As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his foolishness. There is more hope for fools than for people who think they are wise. The lazy person claims there's a lion on the road. Yes, I'm sure there's a lion out there. As a door swings back and forth on its hinges, so the lazy person turns over in bed. Lazy people take food in their hand, but don't even lift it to their mouth. Lazy people consider themselves smarter than seven wise counselors. Interfering in someone else's argument is as foolish as yanking a dog's ears. Just as damaging as a madman shooting a deadly weapon is someone who lies to a friend and then says they were only joking. Fire goes out without wood and quarrels disappear when gossip stops. A quarrelsome person starts fights as easily as hot embers light charcoal or fire lights wood. Rumors are dainty morsels that sink deep into one's heart. Smooth words may hide a wicked heart just as a pretty glaze covers a clay pot. People may cover their hatred with pleasant words but they're deceiving you. They pretend to be kind, but don't believe them. Their hearts are full of many evils. While their hatred may be concealed by trickery, their wrongdoing will be exposed in the public. If you set a trap for others, you will get caught in it yourself. If you roll a boulder down on others, it will crush you instead. Okay.
Okay, I'm convinced now. I'm convinced. A lying tongue hates its victims, and flattering words will always cause ruin. Amen. Proverbs, wisdom, gotta get some. Amen. Commanding your morning, a daily devotional. Matthew 18 says, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Until we can embrace the childlike faith that with God all things are possible, we will forever be limited in what we can accomplish. How many people of God today are limited in this way by wisdom that comes from the world and keeps them childish and selfish instead of childlike, humbly and openly and openly openly embracing the possibilities of God that allow them to grow into fullness of maturity in Christ. Bow your head. My Father and my God, I humble myself before you and come to you as a child, believing that with you all things are possible. Father, I declare that I will not be limited by the wisdom that comes from the world in which I can accomplish. You said in your word that all things are possible. Therefore, I have the faith to believe that the impossible is possible in every area of my life. I will not be limited by man. I reject childishness and selfishness, but I receive my spirit child like humility. I openly embrace all of your possibilities and will grow into the fullness of maturity in Christ. In Jesus' name, I speak this into my reality. Amen. Amen. If you are a devout listener to this podcast, you're one of 10,365 listeners. So please help us stay on the air with Spotify and Anchor and Apple Podcasts and the other platforms that are getting God's word out. Visit us at anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. If you look for us, you'll find us. Please try to make a contribution. Amen. Well, that concludes our podcast for today. It was beautiful to come and pray with you all. We're getting these blessings started. We've got God's attention. He's giving us another chance today 
to live a good life. He's going to open any doors that we need opened today so that our day starts off good and it ends even better. Keep coming back. We love it. God loves you. Have a beautiful and blessed day. Bye for now.